It's Friday, August 25th, 2017. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. And so today we have the great opportunity to continue our discussion with Lily, uh, our fantastic team member who serves these children from China and helps our team as we see kids come to their forever families. And so we heard a little bit about how she got involved in the first place in adoption and orphan care and a little bit about her normal day. We learned about the 3,800 kids that have forever families because of the work that she does in China and then certainly have heard some of the the, the great fruit that has come from the Lord's work of Lily and what she's done in China. And so one of the things, Lily, I know that we're obviously passionate about is seeing more kids come home to forever families. And there certainly are more kids in China that need families. And so uh, what, is, what is some advice you would offer families who may be thinking about adoption from China right now? And what encouragement would you give them about even with new regulations and changes for them to continue pursuing adoption in China? Well, um, I, I, I hope you know why I say this. You don't think I just want to speak for the agency, but my biggest advice for family is during the whole process, you got to trust your agency. You got to really, you know, relate, you know, this kind of thing for an agency to help you, no matter in U.S. side or in China side, because... Um, first of all, I will say, I will represent my China team to say, we want to help you 100% support, provide 100% support while you're in China or anything involved in China side. If you feel we cannot give you 400% answer you want, that there is a reason for that. It's not because we're lazy or we don't want to help. It must be there's a reason for that. We need to, because we are Chinese, we know the China culture very well. We need to consider how to communicate with the orphanage people, how to communicate with the government people. Just like I don't know anything in the state, I just leave everything to the agency people in this side, the same thing, because I don't understand American culture that much. I don't know what kind of thing I need to tell U.S. governments, you know, about your case, but I trust my partner here, so I just let them, you know, help. If I got any problem, need to be handled in the U.S., I just email colleges said, okay, here is the problem, you go to take care of it. And uh, so I think if you feel you have any concern, any question, about anything during your adoption process, please contact us. Let us to know your concern. We'll do our best to help you. We cannot promise, you know, we're gonna fix everything because sometimes it's out of our control. But I feel like if we cannot really get it done, most of the time you cannot get it done by yourself either. So uh, that's the most important thing for me to share. And I know there are lots of family got disencouraged, you know, by some change in China. Um, I, I cannot say this is a good change or a bad change at this point, but I think, you know, things happen for a reason. And I know 
uh, when governments decided to do something, they consider a lot of big picture things than us. But I still feel no matter what, if one day, if you know China program is still open, we need to go forward it because there still have so many children that are waiting for us, and we need to really help them. So that's my thinking、mm-hmm. yeah, at this point. So certainly, we are prayerful that many families will come forward, and I think that's a great word to trust. You know what you're being heard, and realize that this process is bigger than you,、mm-hmm. and there's so many moving pieces. And ultimately, I think people need to know China's a sovereign nation with lots and lots of people and lots of considerations that they have to make. And you know, when you're making decisions for over a billion people, sometimes your decisions aren't always popular.、Um, but we need to take a humble position as Americans and realize that we have an opportunity and a privilege to be able to provide homes for these children. And so, it's still such a there's so many kids that are in need. But certainly, hopefully, I pray that these families that would come forward would would hum- Humbly seek to serve the country of China, a country that that certainly our team has gotten to love so dearly. And、yeah. one of the ways we've gotten to love it so dearly is to be able to go time and time again. And so we've had some funny moments, <laughs> certainly on these trips. But what are you? What would you think of as, as maybe our team has visited or other trips and teams have visited through medical teams? What's kind of a favorite memory you've had of a Lifeline team traveling to China? Maybe something funny or something that was heartwarming. Well,、um, we we done so many medical trips to China.、Um, and、uh, I remember one time Matt took a, a training、uh, team to go to Zhangjiang, and I was there to help him to do the translation. And of course, we know that, or though I think we got orphanage nannies there to do the training. And then we were in this room, like everybody was, you know, <laughs> sit,、uh, sitting there and. I think it's a Brittany. I cannot remember who was talking about the training thing.、Um, I know that orphanage the nanny, you know, didn't really got too much experience, so everything was so new to them. And then,、um, so during the training, I heard they were talking about everything, you know, in their language, and、uh, it surprised me. That's something we th- we thought is basic, you know. Like a, you know, they feel like, oh, this is so fresh, you know, so interesting for them to learn. And actually, I feel very happy to know is this training. I realize this training is not only help them to understand how to take care of the children in the orphanage. It's totally changed their mind about children care. They even thought about, you know, they even.、Uh, Connected with their own children, like their family kid, their their friends kids. Like we were talking about CP,、uh, how to help CP children. We were talking about how to、uh, identify if a infant got delayed, and so I think that's what I feel. It's not like、uh, we have this special purpose, like we want to help you just to learn how to change diaper. It just、uh, totally fresh their mind about how you need to. Take care of a child when they were little. When we talk about how important to hold the babies, you know, to you know, pet the babies when they were young, I think it it was pr- pretty much fresh for them to know this in the beginning because, like,、uh, they didn't even realize that for their own kids.、Mm. So what I feel is not only train them for certain skill,、mm. it help them to really. 
open their mind, open their eye to see another world, and they know there's so much to learn. It give them encouraged them to learn, and then they can not only use those for the orphanage children, but use their this thing for their life and affect the people around them.、Mm. I think that's even more than just、uh, mm-hmm. you know medical team. Right. Yeah, it's been awesome to see the response、yeah. from the caregivers. Yeah. And, and really, just to see them open up. That's right. And the thing that I I don't think even a lot of adopted parents realize, right? Because they get so focused on that one child that、that's、they're、right. going after. But when you train these caregivers, you're caring for kids、right. uh, over and over and over again. And and even in a time when you know we're looking at a day where we may not be able to have partnerships,、right. mm-hmm. but we know that these trainings will last. For years to come,、mm-hmm. as these nannies continue to pour into、yeah. these kids, and so certainly, I I love the way that our teams have been able to make an investment, not just in the temporal, but hopefully in a long term investment in China. Well, Lily, as we close out this time, I thought we'd ask you just some fun questions. Sure. So you've had the opportunity to obviously get to travel to the United States a lot.、Um, you have obviously both your daughter and your son are now in university or going to school in the U.S. So、uh, first. You know what is your favorite U.S. city and why? <laughs> I hate to answer this question. I feel like if I answer this question, <laughs> I gotta make a lots of people mad. <laughs> But、uh, I, I did travel to a lots of cities in U.S. due to my work, and also you know、um, went to visit my kids in different cities. I still feel Atlanta is. The favorite one,、uh, which is I'm now here, and、uh, I think the reason, the first of the reason, is so convenient.、Mm-hmm. You know,、um, I can fly from China to here, and the airport is only thirty minutes、mm-hmm. away. So think about you're so tired, you just <laughs> think, oh, I'm gonna take a three hour drive, three hours, and then, you know, to go to my bed. That's too hard. <laughs> so I think.、Uh, Uh, location is very important for me, especially international travel. So much,、mm-hmm. you know.、Uh, second, I like the weather here, and、uh, um, my city in China is very hot, so I don't care this hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with this. And also,、um, I like this kind of,、uh, you know, relax.、Mm-hmm. You know, not very noisy. So ma- not、mm-hmm. so many people. I mean, if I I want to go to some you know noisy place, I can just drive to downtown, <laughs> cross the traffic. You know,、um, it's not that hard. I've been in New York for a couple of times, you know, to visit my son there, and and it was like、oh, it's too busy <laughs> for me. It's like you hardly feel peaceful there. So I feel this is a nice area and this is a nice location for me. And so, as you traveled, you know, what are your favorite foods, and what are your favorite places to go? And I, I already know the answer to this question <laughs>、yeah. as I'm asking it. But for those who don't know you, what, what are your favorite foods, and what's your favorite restaurant? I feel like、uh, if you got travel so much internationally, you will miss your home food the, the most.、Right. I mean, like home cooking food.、Mm. It doesn't necessarily to be Chinese, but home f- cooking type food is my favorite here. And of course, you know, my favorite、uh, restaurant in the state is、uh, Crockle Barrels. You know, because I feel that's a kind of、mm-hmm. home cooking food. It's really comfort my stomach. You know, when I travel so much. That's right. Yeah. 
Okay, and then of course, as Southerners and as your favorite city being Atlanta, we have to close out this podcast by asking you the question that so many Southerners want to know, and so many of these families you've helped are from the South. What is your favorite U.S. college football team? <laughs> well, I got to tell you because a lot of family <laughs> traveled, you know, um, from uh, to China to adopt. They're they're from Alabama. So in my house, I got the most Alabama shirt, <laughs> all different kind, design, size. Um, so everybody, even my neighborhood, always said. Oh, you have so many red shirts. <laughs> but but you know, as you know, Chinese, you know, we don't really know American football that much. Uh, I feel ashamed to say that, but I even cannot tell what can, what happened there. I've been with you for a couple of times. You know what I look like, like I eat it there. But I, I feel like uh, if you know, my my daughter is very involved with the football right now, so. And you know she's in Miami, so I don't know.、Uh, she trying to convince me to be a Miami fan. <laughs> <laughs> But Alabama, I think when I see、um, the red shirt in my house, I th- I think Alabama team is the most impressive one <laughs> in my head. <laughs> So, plus, they're really good. So, if we go off of merchandise, we're going to go Alabama, and if we go by family affiliation, we'll go the Hurricanes of yeah, Miami. That's right. <laughs> well, we、uh, have so enjoyed getting this time with Lily, and I know that many of our families will enjoy hearing just these stories and all the perspectives from her angle. And just so excited that you got to meet her because she's such an integral piece of our team. And and like I said、uh, yesterday, even though she's not always the one out in front now, know that she is. Is that one that is the glue that keeps everything together? And so, if you've got your favorite guide, know that it's because Lily has trained them, loved on them,、uh, and and absolutely equipped them to do their job. Thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information or to connect with me, please visit herbynewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit lifelinechild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info@lifelinechild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel through you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again next week for the Defender Podcast.